In this episode of Wandering Aimfully, the show, we talk to you about what the heck Wandering Aimfully is. There is a three, nay, four pillar explanation. Someone doesn't like the pillars. You are going to see why I don't like the term pillar, but that's okay. It's basically a four four part episode telling you all the things about Wandering Aimfully, like where the name came from, what is the business behind Wandering Aimfully, what the heck is it, Uh, a little bit of the backstory of how it came to be, and a little bit about this here show that you are listening slash watching. So if you're just curious, you're one of those people who's like, do I want to get in on this? Do I want to subscribe or listen to more of these? I see there's a couple episodes. Am I going to waste my time? This episode will prove to you. And if you like pillars, I can tell you, you're going to love it. Bye. Hey there, we're Jason and Caroline Zook, a husband and wife team who believes life is just one big experiment. This is the show where we share our journey as we figure out this ever-changing thing called life. We cover topics like running a business, traveling the world, and clawing our way out of debt, all with the hope of inspiring you to live, work, and create with more intention. Life might bring its twists and turns, but when you know who you are and what you want, you're never really lost. Welcome to Wandering Aimfully, the show. Kick things off, Jason. I'm ready to kick it. I'm, I wasn't in the middle of drinking at all. So if you're listening to yeah, this... you need to be prepared. <laughs> at all times, never drink anything. Hello, beautiful <laughs> listener. That's from my other podcast or with watcher. Paul Jarvis. Uh, this is true. You may be watching this on YouTube, in which case... Hello. If you're listening to this, then I just waved to the camera kind of awkwardly, like a little bit weird. I think we should just do the audio for every visual thing that we do throughout the entire show. What does that mean? That's like, I'll be like, for those of you who can't see, I just picked up my can and took a drink. Yeah. 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 So I did airplane quotes. And what I did is I took my middle finger and my index finger on both hands and I bent them at about a 90 degree angle and I kind of bent them back and forth. (laughs) I know that you don't realize that you said this, but you called them airplane quotes. What are they? Air quotes. <laughs> I did airplane quotes. So uh, you came to this episode because you wanted to figure out what Wandering Gameplay was. It's obviously a just, lot of silliness. Just us being nonsensical. No, it's a couple things. It's a thing. Caroline. Uh, that's Caroline Zook. I'm Jason Zook. We're a husband and wife duo who were taking the world by storm, you know? Not by stormy. Daniels? No. Oh, Kylie Jenner's daughter. Still don't know who oh, that is. I just double cultured you. Still don't know. I don't know who. I guess I know who Kylie. Yeah. I no. couldn't pick Kylie Jenner out of a lineup, though. I know that about yeah. you. No idea. I could. Okay. Let's go over. We have three pillars that we wanted to discuss about Wandering Gameplay, correct? <laughs> Where'd you go? Oh, you have to go somewhere? just am laughing because you say that like it's something that we conferred on before we started. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. Well, not. I did say three things. I didn't use the word pillars. Maybe yeah. pillar threw you off. Yes. Pillar sounds Sorry. like, like a, a thing of wandering Imply that we've like okay. talked about. So we have three columns of wandering Imply. There are three things that we're going to talk about when explaining to you what wandering Imply is. What are those things? I don't know because I didn't <laughs> come up with them. <laughs> so the idea was the ethos behind Wandering Aimfully. Okay. So like just what is it in general as an idea? Okay. The second is a as a business, what is it? Okay. And the third was kind of like the backstory. Where did it come from? Why does it exist? I love that. Um, 
And that brings us to the three pillars. These, these are our three pillars. <laughs> I like how it's not the three pillars of Wandering Aimfully. It's just the three pillars of the episode. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with, you want to start with a little origin story? I thought you said that was pillar three. Well, I just said that. I didn't put them in any order. Sure. No, I think we should start with... The ethos? I like, I like the... Um, so this is like the movie is starting and the action's already happening. Yeah, yeah like you're like way. right into the yeah, action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liam Neeson's on the train. Yeah. He just jumped off the train onto a boat. Yeah. Somehow they were going the same mileage per hour right next to each other. He survived and he's about think... to board a seaplane <laughs> to go for three different types of travel. Is he going to use some airplane quotes in the midst of all of that? If it helps him. <laughs> I like the order that you um, first presented because if people want to stick around for the origin story, they can. But if somebody just wants to know right off the bat what Wandering Aimfully is, I want to be mindful of that. So let's start with Wandering Aimfully, sort of the mantra, the um, approach to life. And uh, and of course, we can pepper in a little bit of origin in that because... I'm currently doing a pepper grinder motion. Most of you <laughs> probably know. But just so you have that an accurate... Wrong. Yeah, just so you have an accurate representation, um, I'm holding the bottom of it and okay. I'm turning on the top. No, I'm just letting them know. Where are you going? I think this has to line up like this. All right. <laughs> she's Sorry, mo- she's moving my arm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> People watching on YouTube, they're like, "Well, this is weird." So obviously, wandering aimfully is not aimfully is not really a real word, but the idea behind coming up with the name was this notion of I like to call it exploration with intention, Mm -hmm. right? So it's these kind of juxtaposed ideas, wandering being this notion of exploration, creativity, um, kind of allowing yourself to experiment with a lot of different things, but then not wandering aimlessly, as in just wherever the wind takes you, but aim fully, meaning you have an intention, you have a guiding kind of compass, which we say is your values. So we realized um, in coming up with the name that This was kind of our approach to everything in our lives, which is that we leave enough room for exploration and evolution, but we always do it with this underlying idea of intention and trying to basically live out our values on a daily basis. So if you think of your own sort of life as this path that you go down, you're headed down, you know, a path with intention and you have this compass and sometimes it's going to take you off the road a little bit based on things that you might want to try out or different, you know, things that you might need in your life and recognize. So you're always changing, you're always evolving and you're, you're leaving room for that, but it's not in a way that is just willy nilly. Now I have a question for you on this path. Are there any pillars? Do you come up, come across a single pillar? No pillars. No pillars. It's just like a flat path. It's pillarless. It's a pillarless path. It's a pillarless path. (laughs) I cannot believe that the name is not Wandering Pillarlessly. Hi, and welcome to Pillarless Path, and I'll be your host tonight as we enjoy a lot of different pillars. That's right, I'm Pillarless Path Pat. Uh, Yeah, so uh, joking aside, that is our belief. That has been the thing that we've done. Uh, You also like to say, uh, for us, another mantra is life is an experiment. Mm -hmm. And this is just something that we really believe in, and that there are so many things that... We live in this time right now that you could never do what we do um, 50 years ago. You could never start a business and then tomorrow make thousands of dollars. And and that just is an unprecedented time to be alive. And I think that a lot of people don't take 
uh, as many chances or risks because they just think that there are negative repercussions. And the way that we look at it is there may be negative repercussions, but we want them to actually happen first so that we can find out if they are in fact negative or if they're just learning lessons. Yeah. And your point is always test your assumptions. So I think we live and we don't take risks or we don't do things based on these assumptions that we have in our heads of people are going to think this or maybe it's not going to go well or nobody's going to want to buy that thing. And the whole idea behind life as an experiment is get out there and just test that and, um, you know, put yourself out there and try different things because assumptions are made up. They're fiction. You don't know if they're true until you get out there and you get real data. And we very much kind of approach our lives with this sort of scientific background. Um, and, and going back to the wandering gameplay idea, that's how you, the wandering part is the experiments. So going out there and trying different things. And then the aimfully is the idea that you're testing for a hypothesis. You're saying, am I going to like this? Um, does it feel good? Does it align with my values? If so, I'm going to move forward and I'm going to keep kind of evolving as a person. Yeah. Um, another really important part of wandering aimfully for us is this idea of the work-life blend. And so a lot of people kind of talk about work-life balance. That's sort of our word for it, work-life blend. And trying to, as Jason said, we live in this age now where we can work from home or we can create our own careers. And so life and work and career are kind of blending together more and more. And so our approach has always been figure out whatever life that you want to live if it means travel, if it means staying home with your kids, if it means, you know, only working a certain amount of hours a week, whatever that means, and then reverse engineer whatever business is going to get you there. Yeah. Uh, We have a segment in this podcast called Google That For You, and this is not going to be one of those things, but I'm bringing it up now because it's a good fit, Uh, is this idea of a 40-hour work week. And so this working to live kind of uh, mindset that we have uh, very much stems from breaking out of the nine-to-five culture that we live in, uh, where you go to a job and you are there for those certain amount of hours and then you have a whole separate life from your job. And we just don't believe in that. And I don't think we live in a time where that has to happen anymore. Um, and, and so my, we Googled that for you is that the 40 hour work week was actually created by Henry Ford, uh, when he was starting Ford, the motor company and having workers work more efficiently on assembly lines. So it's like going back to thinking like we still believe in a construct and we use a construct that was created in like a hundred years ago. And we haven't once thought to be like, you know what? Maybe this hundred year old thing, we should probably do it a little bit differently. What do you mean more efficient? Because they would just work random hours. And so he wasn't getting the output that he wanted. So instead he put a a kind of a a barrier where he said, workers are most efficient from nine o'clock in the morning till five o'clock. That's when Mm. they work the most efficient. And I think there was also some like the beginning of like fair wage and time being spent. And so that was kind of the Mm. construct. So I also read somewhere... We, and another we Google that for you is that originally the idea of the work week versus the weekend mm. was originated also um, because in Judaism, you know, like the Sabbath is basically, I think, from sundown. I'm not Jewish, but I think it's sundown on Friday to through the whole basically. I mean, the you, there's no chance I'm going to be able to help you on this, <laughs> just so you know. Sorry, if you're Jewish and you're watching and I'm absolutely incorrect, please let me know. Um, But I thought that was really interesting, too, that this idea that has come to define our boundaries of the way that we live and work, you know, was invented a while ago and that it was around this whole religious thing that some people aren't even Jewish. And like, so it's just it's the idea of 
questioning those things yep. and understanding where they come from and then going like, oh, that's interesting. And yeah, you I can think make up your own rules. One of the things for us that we've just done naturally, I've especially done naturally in my entire life, is just question all of the rules. Yeah. And sure. so whether it's in life or whether it's in business is just, you know, why is why is that a rule? Why is that a yeah. thing? Why is this something that we have to buy into? And I think for so many people, they never get to that point. They think about those things and they think like, do I have to work at this job or do I have to buy a home or do I have to do all this stuff? And I think for most people, they live their entire life just you know, uh, kind of agreeing to all of these constructs and these rules. And sure, some of them are good. Like uh, having a speed limit on most roads is probably a good idea. It keeps us safe. Uh, however, saying that you have to work at a nine to five job or that you have to do certain things a certain way is not, it's not how you have to live. Right. And going back to that whole wandering aimfully mindset. So if you imagine the aimfully part is sort of your internal compass, your values, the thing that guides you. And then the wandering part is you testing that out in different areas of your life to see kind of what you want to do and who you want to be and all those things. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, all right. I just was like, wow. I really, do. <laughs> I, was like, I really do love that, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, the point. So going back to your rules, found it. Thank you yeah. guys. <laughs> if you have your own she just snapped her fingers by the way which is a weird thing with your hand where you you click uh you kind of like bring two fingers together and then you you swipe the top one down i never really realized that the thumb doesn't move no and also did you know that the sound comes from your finger your hitting finger your... hitting your palm yeah so, so right now so I'm, I'm, I'm tapping my finger against my palm in case you can't see it okay going is this, back. am i supposed to keep doing this no, bit i said don't do the bit don't do the bit okay <laughs> So the point that I lost and thankfully have held on to throughout the whole snapping <laughs> fiasco is that if you think of the aimfully as the compass, a very crucial part of the wandering aimfully mindset is that that compass is unique to every single person. Yeah. So you're not going, you're not aiming your life based on the rules that society tells you or the things that your parents told you or the things that your spouse is telling you. It's like, no, ultimately we, we all have our own set of values and we have to make choices that are aligned with those things to be satisfied and to live the lives that I, I think ultimately are the most kind of fulfilled. Yeah. So I think a big part of pillar number one of Wandering Aimfully <laughs> is that um, you kind of had a, a movement of your own going with your previous site, which was made vibrant. And we'll mm -hmm. get to how Wondering Aimfully came about in pillar number three, everybody, if you're still following along. Um, I did not. I didn't have like an ethos or like a mantra or anything with my previous site, which was jasondoesstuff.com, which is just kind of a silly name that I came up with to encompass all the things I did because it did a lot of weird things. And I really wanted something to, to grab mm -hmm. to grab onto, to grab the haunches of. And we had actually come up with something a couple of years ago called The Rebel Within Us. And this was going to be kind of the, the place, my site, um, this whole idea. But that really didn't encompass everything we wanted to encompass. And so as Wandering Aimfully emerged, um, it really became something that I felt super strong about, hey, this is something everyone can get behind. If you're watching or listening to this, I really hope that you're kind of nodding along and you're going like, yeah, I do want to challenge the rules. Life is an experiment for me. I do want to take maybe bigger risks or I do want to take more calculated risks. And, and I want to wander aimfully through life and through business along with these two weirdos, that's us, um, hopefully helping you and guiding you through things that we've already done or messed up or tried. Yeah, and the caveat that I would add is that not everyone can get behind it, actually, but it's for a very specific subset of people that is all the things that you just mentioned. So, well, obviously, every single person is made exactly the same. No one's unique, and exactly. we all just kind of but fall in line. we recognized early on that those are the types of people that we really enjoy helping in their yep. businesses and their lives are people that already kind of have that call to live more intentionally, to do things a little differently, to basically rewrite the rules of you know that society has laid out for them, and and do whatever feels most aligned for them. So. 
that's who we like to help. Are you ready to go to Pillar Dos? Yes. That's, Along this pillarless path we're on. Well, it's not pillar. There's, a, there's <laughs> definitely three it is pillar full. pillars. See how we do that? We just had full to every word. All right. So Wandering Aimfully as a business. What the so heck is it? This is actually something that I am, am interested to share and talk about with, with you guys and with you, oh. uh, which is, and I looked at my wife, Caroline, there just for everybody. Good around. job. Thank You're you. getting really good at this. Uh, is that so often people create a website or they create some type of movement or they have some idea, but there is no business behind it. They yes. create a social media account or on Or even Instagram. sometimes a podcast. They create a podcast, but there is no business behind it. And then they wonder a year later, I have no money. This thing has cost me money. I have a bunch of followers on different platforms or listeners, but I cannot make a dollar to, to save my name. And we did not want that. The idea behind Wandering Aimfully is that it is as much a mantra or an ethos or a, a a thing, a guiding principle, as it is a business. Yep. And so our business is fairly simple and also complex all at the same time. Uh, it is, it's a membership community. So Wandering Aimfully is a monthly paid membership community. It can also be paid annually. Um, we are adapting this from a previous business that I had created originally called Buy My Future, which evolved when we joined forces into Buy our future, and now it is Wandering Aimfully. So we have just over 400 members as of the beginning of this show and, and starting this show, um, but the idea is to, and those are existing people who've already paid us, they will never pay us another dollar. So that's kind of a story those are for another carried, day. Right, those are carried over from the projects that Jason was saying, the Buy My Future and Buy Our Future projects. Those are members that are kind of getting grandfathered yep. into Wandering Aimfully. Yep. Uh, so now we are starting on this journey with Wandering Aimfully where we have this same buyer future um, encompassing idea of you get access to all of our online courses, all the software products I have co-founded or been a part of, um, all of our workshops and guides and books, um, and then also this amazing Slack community uh, where everybody kind of hangs out and helps each other and inspires each other and shares their fears and and we're there. Um, and it's, it's all of this stuff along with this really cool dashboard that we invested a ton of money in um, to basically help you, the listener or the viewer, uh, achieve some goal or take some risk or build your first online course or write your first book or start your first podcast. There's so many different things we've learned how to do and we're not teaching anybody anything we haven't already done. We're basically trying to say, here's this idea or this construct that you can take. We've done it and here's what you can learn from our experience. Yeah, and I would say the overarching kind of umbrella that, because something that does make Wandering Aimfully so special is that we have resources on a whole slew of topics. It is pretty much the opposite of a niche membership yeah. community. Yeah. Um, but the overarching umbrella that we've kind of placed on it is we want to help you earn more so that you can live more. And so the reason that that's really important is because, yes, it is a business membership. Yes, it is all about starting a podcast or earning more revenue in your business or starting an online course. All of these things that are very central to making money, but it's not making money for the sake of money. It's not growing for the sake of growing. It's not leveling up just to make yourself feel good. It's- Did you just do some airplane quotes? I did some airplane quotes there. Okay. Um, it's all, again, with the intention, a big word for us, of making more money so you can feel more stable, more secure in order to go out and live your values more. Yep. So to travel more, like I said, to spend more time with your kids, like all of these different things that you want out of life, we can all agree that money affords us some of the freedom to be able to do those things and make those a reality. Um, and so we have all kinds of resources, not just about kind of you know, upping your income in order to make those things a reality, 
but also how to shift your mindset so that you can, you know, take on some of those creative challenges that you've been wanting to do, how to um, kind of get rid of self-doubt, how to tackle, get out of debt, debt, money things, how to better uh, manage your time so you're more productive. It's like all of these different aspects of your life that allow you to be a more intentional person so you can live your values. And the cool thing about this membership community, I think, is Whereas a lot of communities, when someone's starting a business, because Wandering Amphilly very much is a new start for us, is that you start with this first group of people and everyone's feeling it out. We're starting with 400 plus Which is really people. Cool. And, and it's such a diverse group of people. We have people who are a fiber artists. We have a professional bowler. We have an SEO ninja guru master. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's just you have someone in all these different walks of life. And there's so many people we could, you know, and we will, I hope, tell a lot of their stories on this show um, and maybe even have them on the show. But uh, um, is that you join this group immediately and you get this just breadth of experience and people who've been around now for a couple of years. And that's the other thing that I think is really fun about this is um, this has evolved from multiple different ideas now into this membership community. But all the things that you just listed um, are just what's there now. It's not all the things that we're going to continue to create because we are the consummate creators. And and that is just something that I don't think will ever stop with us. Uh, We constantly have ideas. Caroline is constantly coming up with these amazing frameworks for how to do things, how to break big ideas into small bite-sized topics. And and we really want to walk people through these things. And, And one of the things that we've talked about for now years is this idea of, and this is probably going to surprise you a little bit, but I've been thinking about it a lot. Great. Is this idea... Is this idea of 30-day challenges. Yeah. And I think I really, like, even from my side of Wandering Aimfully, like, I want to get everyone on board with, hey, guys, for the next 30 days, we're all doing X. And if you want to be in on that and you want accountability and you want tactical, practical, um, you know, like, resources to do that, we're all on board doing it together. And I think that that's just something you don't get from a lot of membership communities where it's just drop you in, put up your hands, and as the community who person who runs it, you're like, hey, good luck. Whereas we, we want to be there. We want to be in the trenches with people. And I think there's a lot of really fun things that we want to do with this community. And it's only going to continue to evolve over time. Definitely. So if you're wondering what the heck is Wandering Aimfully, yes, it is sort of this general ethos about how to live life. But as a business, it is a monthly membership community with resources, ongoing resources on how to earn more so that you can live more. There's also two other fun things here. What? One is it's a website. So it has cool. 407 of our articles that got turned into over a hundred articles. So yep. we basically did this in just humongous content audit and migration between our two websites made vibrant for Caroline and Jason does stuff for me. And we condensed all these articles into really great, helpful pieces of we content. We optimized them. We made them better. We added cool images. So, and the idea is that we want to have these guides that are really helpful that walk you through step-by-step these big topics like creating a podcast or getting out of debt, as we mentioned. Uh, but then also we want to create some tools and some other things going forward. So it's, it's also a website where we do all that stuff. But the one thing we didn't talk about with the business side of it is how we are selling the memberships. Okay, let's talk is, about that. Which is, I believe, uh, as they say, interessante. Interessante. So one, I would say the biggest and most unique thing about how we're selling Wandering Aimfully is that we actually have a cap in mind for how many members total that we want to welcome into the membership. So that number is 300. So our goal is to open up the membership once a month for one week and welcome in 30 new members. And we know that every month we're going to have a little bit of churn probably, but whenever we get to that 300 mark, whenever that is, 
we want to just shut it down and just focus on creating amazing, and we're going to be creating throughout the entire process. But once we reach that 300 number, we can really say, okay, no longer do we need to really sell this or, or actively market it. We can literally just be at the disposal of this community to make whatever our members want to create the tools that are going to help them in their business to um, record new online courses. That's what we really love doing. As Jason said, we're creators. So that is a little bit unique. We don't know anybody who's kind of has a goal in mind and is yeah. planning on capping it. Yeah. I think a big part of that too is number one, we want people to join who are ready and willing. It's not like you're going to wait forever and you're going to be like, oh, I'll just join whenever because I can. We want people who are ready to take action <clears throat> and who are ready to do things and make big moves in their life uh, or lives and, and just like get on their horse and go. And so I think that's a big reason why. And, you know, truthfully, I think there's something to be said for scarcity and urgency as a tactic to sell things. But for us, it's more than that when it comes to just letting 30 people in. It's that we want to give a handcrafted experience to our members. And and we've done that with the Buy My Future and Buy Our Future buyers where we send a little welcome box in the mail and like who gets stuff, actual decent, like well, not decent, but great stuff in the mail that surprises you and delights you. Um, and we want to do more of those things. And, and we can't do that if we we have this sprawling membership where people are signing up all over the place and we can't keep track. If we keep control of it, then we can do these more intentional and fun things. And we've always sort of been like that. So whereas I feel like a lot of online business owners, they love the game of how many more people can I get? You know, what growth tactic can I employ in order to like skyrocket my growth rate, all of that stuff. You and I have always wanted, I for one have always wanted to care more about the people who are already in. Yeah. And a lot of times I can't do that like yeah. because I'm so busy marketing or I'm so busy selling and, and focusing on getting the next person in the door to like really fully give my time and energy into the people that are already there. And that's our intention. So that's what some of the limited number stuff comes from is also just being able to turn our attention away from who's the next person yeah. coming in and who's already there. Yeah. And definitely one of our, our core values, uh, I believe it's a core value on our site is enough. And if it's not, then that's fine. It kind of floats out there for us, but it's this idea that 300 members is enough members. Yeah. You know, 300 members at $100 a month per person is $30,000 a month. That's enough for us to live off of. And it's not that we don't love profit and we don't want to save a whole bunch of money, but you know, maybe we'll increase that number a year or two from now if we have some other goal that we want to hit or whatever. But right now, we don't want to be focusing on this never-ending goal. And I think that's something that we we tend to think a lot about is just like, what is our enough number for anything that we're doing? And so specifically for this, we're going to do a public journey that you can watch um, as a viewer or a reader where you can kind of keep track of how we're selling these memberships, how it's going, what we're learning along the way. And I think that's one big thing for the first pillar, going back to the first pillar for a second, is that we love sharing the journey. Yeah. So that's a big thing for us. It's not to share because we want to show off revenue numbers or anything. It's more to share to say, here's exactly what we tried. Here's what we learned. Here's what worked. Here's what didn't work. Now you can steal all this knowledge that we've done and like jump hopefully all the hurdles that we just jumped over to. Yeah. And I think another reason why I think that's special about that whole enough idea is that our community feels like it's not a group of people that are competing against each other in order to get to the next, like, you know, level of the game. It's very much a supportive community of people who are just trying to overcome their own hurdles, whatever those might be in order to kind of achieve their dreams. And I don't know, I just get the sense of a lot less comparison because Mm -hmm. it's not all just a numbers game and things like that. So yeah, and, and it'll be fun. I mean, again, you guys get to watch that journey happen. Yeah. So uh, we will keep you updated. All right, pillar numero three. Good job. Uh, on this pillar-filled journey, uh, we have our third pillar, and I'm going to let you kick it off because I have to work some camera magic for just two shakes of a lamb's tail. Where did Wandering Aimfully start? 
Well, there's a rich and textured history that is kind of seasoned in folklore about the original name of Wandering Aimfully. However, I will tell you that it did start out as a travel blog idea. And our original idea was to create these intentional travel guides to have a blog. Well, once we started traveling, this was like probably three or four years ago, I think, um, that we started traveling a little bit more once we got out of debt. And we thought, we have a very interesting approach to travel, which is we really like to go to new places, but we really don't like to rough it. (laughs) And we're very particular about finding good food experiences and finding cool places to stay. And just these very, I would say curated is the best word, like curated travel experiences. I mean, some people might say bougie as well, (laughs) but like not all the way bougie. No, just a little bit. And so we thought, oh, let's just as a passion project on the side, let's start a travel blog and let's share these you know, intentional guides with travel. And we thought, let's call it wandering aimfully because of this idea of, you know, wandering and traveling and things like that, but doing it with a very specific intention in mind. And then we thought to ourselves, well, that's not just the way that we approach travel. It's kind of the way that we approach our lives as well. And so, um, we never did get the travel blog off the ground, but we got, we had the domain. And as Jason and I started talking about this idea of combining both of our businesses together so that we could work together instead of kind of off in our own silos. That was a big reason why we decided to transition to Watering Aimfully is we really felt like we view our entire lives as a team. But when it came to our businesses, we were both kind of going off in our own zones and our effort was being diverted instead of, you know, put together uh, to create something greater. So that's why we decided to kind of combine forces. Plus buyer future went really well. So we thought we really like working together and teaming up. And then we thought, let's dust off this old domain and let's call one more Dust off a domain that we really hadn't used yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting to even go back a step further, and that is that um, our first foray into working together was you worked essentially for me for my Irie shirt business, um, and we'll get into that in the backstory episode of this show. You can listen to that and, and hear all about that. But um, we found that like we actually work together pretty well, and really a lot well. of people, you know, would you know be like, "How can you guys work together and live together? That's crazy!" Like, when does your relationships, you know, or when does work stop and your relationship begins and all that? And I just think we never found it too difficult to make that happen, and so we kind of we've had this ebb and flow of working together and and drifting apart in business, but we've always, I mean, been in the same room essentially, um, for the past four years, five years. And, and for me personally, I mean, I remember, you know, it was probably two years ago when we first really started talking about this and not just from a travel site perspective where I was like, eh, you know, like we're moving to this by our future model, which is us combining things, but like, could there be something bigger? And I just remember the beginning conversations, conversations just thinking like, we're better together. Yeah. And that was the phrase that kept coming to my mind and kept, you know, coming to me was, um, you know, I have my own thing at Jason Does Stuff, you have your own thing at Made Vibrant, but uh, we have this thing in the middle of by our future. And I just feel like there's like this triangle here that we just need to like, you know, turn it into a circle and then uh, the rays will shoot out of it. And then the circle will have an arrow that points in one direction and it's wandering aimfully. Wow, babe. Really, really, a, really powerful framework. Visually metaphor it into our logo. Do you see how that happened? No. It was perfect. missed it way over my head yeah i was like where is he going with this if i didn't catch that for sure nobody else caught that oh they were all on board i bet some people were actually because i mean some stuff goes over my head but no i know it does sound really cliche but the absolute truth of it is 
our skills are extremely complementary. Right. And where I'm stronger in a certain thing, you know, you're stronger in Bench other things. Press. I think that's the actual definition of complementary skills. But anyway, so <laughs> that's the point I'm trying to make. And so every time we worked together, it just seemed like, and I think even I'm the one who had a, a little bit harder of a time coming around to that. I mean, I think it's fair to say it was a lot harder of a, a time. A lot harder. Yeah. But I'm just really used to working by myself. I love working by myself. Nobody to answer to, nobody to question me, all those things. But when we first started dipping our toe into working together, I mean, you remember there were certain days where I'd turn around and be like, you can get so much more done <laughs> when there are two of you. Yeah. And that is the truth of it. I mean, I think for a long time, you know, it was worth it to me to just go, you know, to only do as much as one person could do because I wasn't willing to collaborate with anyone else. But now that we're collaborating, yes, it's led to some hard conversations. Yes, we don't always see eye to eye, but we work through that stuff. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm amazed at what we can accomplish with as two people versus just one. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I think even in the building of so when we moved from this I these conversations to going like, all right, let's do this. Like let's transition these three businesses uh, into one business that's wandering in for this dusty domain that we had that we dusted off uh, with a really nice fluffy feather duster. Yeah, so but like a French made type of one. Oh wow, <laughs> wow, 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 turn, wow, wow, wow. Next episode. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that would be. Uh, but as we did that, we 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 built the wandering Aimfully site publicly. So it, that was kind of one of our things that we did that led people into seeing behind the scenes of how you would build a new business or a new brand together. Um, and then also just all the steps that can go into that. Um, and I think if, if you would try to do that on your own, number one, you could do it. I just like that should be said, but it would take so long Yeah. and it would be not so much lonely, but it would just feel like there was a never ending amount of work. Whereas, you know, you are so good at branding. You are so good at coming up with these frameworks. You uh, are a really good writer. You know, I'm just here for the photos. Like someone needs to be in the photo with you to just, you're just a prop, just deflect some light onto you. (laughs) You just need more lights on like a human reflector shield. No, but (laughs) I, I, we have, such complementary skills and I think we have a lot of skills that overlap but what we really found is that we can divide and conquer our work and that we can get like you said a lot more done and that leading us through into getting Wandering Aimfully officially out into the world I think that kind of under construction watch us build this thing for a couple months uh, was just really instrumental in us building this strong bond behind this this brand and this business that we wanted to build. Definitely. And that's just, uh, for me, I would just say if anybody is listening to this and they're thinking about working with their significant other or even just any partner at all, um, if there's a way that you can do that in the beginning and, and kind of build up to it, um, you can really find out if that's going to work out as for opposed sure. to just jumping headfirst into it. Definitely. And that was one thing you always brought up to me too was like, when I, in those moments where I was so scared to kind of loosen my grip on Made Vibrant, this brand and business that I had built myself was like, hey, we can always go back. Right, exactly, like, yeah. Don't get rid of the domain, don't get rid of the website. Like, yeah. we can always go back. Like, you're not, and I was like, you're right, you know? I, And my kind of personal a- approach has always been, if it freaks me out and it scares me, um, and it feels like a really big step to take, usually that's the step that I need to take in order to evolve and to grow as a person. And so I've learned to kind of run towards that feeling, not away from it. Now, how does that relate to swimming with whales? Now, that is a fear that I don't need to go run toward. toward. That's an away fear. Really? That's a, you could hurt me. Big, big animal. <laughs> go away. <laughs> I have an, ir- I wouldn't even say it's an irrational no. fear of whales. Well, no, no. I would say it's an irrational fear of whales because you see them like in video or on photos and you're like, nope, can't do it. That's because it's rational. They're very big. They could <laughs> really hurt you. When was the last time you saw a whale hurt anybody? 
Do you want me to Google it for you? <laughs> this week's We Googled That For You is just Caroline <laughs> with whale, when whales attack. Yeah. I don't know. I think I watched Pinocchio when I was a kid and it got me real freaked out. And I real, yeah. Like, when we have kids, they're not watching Pinocchio. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. What if there's no whale in, like, the live action version? Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. I think a whale is a pretty integral part of that, though. I always forget the whales in it, to be honest. I do not. Yeah. feel the same <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, I think you don't. Uh, so, yeah, so that's kind of pillar three. That's how Wandering Aimfully came about uh, from the, the trinity of businesses that we had going um, and just believing that creating one business to rule them all would be better. And I think also the, the really, like, exciting thing for me as we took this journey was just to know that now all of our effort, and this is the essentialism mindset. If yes. you haven't read the book Essentialism by Greg McEwen, we highly recommend it. Um, I'm sure we'll mention on many episodes, but it's the idea that before, and here's a visual, uh, is all these arrows are pointing out from this kind of the circle in the middle and, and all these arrows are your energy and they're all going in different directions. And that was kind of us. We were like two separate circles with all these arrows going in different directions. And just a few of them were going toward one main goal. And when we realized, like, if we build Wandering Aimfully and all of our arrows just go to one direction, they're... <laughs> play the clip, Bob. Yeah, play, <laughs> play some One Direction. Uh, but truthfully, it, it's just so much more powerful for yes. everything that we want to accomplish, both business and life-wise. Um, and I think it removes a lot of stress from one of us having to do more than the other. And instead, it's like, no, we're doing everything together. Um, and sure, there's still the stress of this may or may not work, but uh, we know that we both can uh, kind of apply our energy to it. And it's just a lot better that way. Yeah. So if you have a business right now, too, and you are thinking to yourself, I feel like I'm the circle with the arrows going in a million different directions, I would recommend taking a second to go, okay, is there a way that I can actually put a lot of my effort towards this one thing? Um, and it would, you know, be worth it. And it's not always going to be easy. Like it was really hard for me to say, I'm going to turn my attention away from made vibrant in order to contribute to this thing that actually has a much greater, um, possibility of bringing our family income so that I can then lead the life that I want to live. You know, and sometimes the answer is no. If you do have a lot, your hand in a lot of different things and you're still in that, that time period where you want to explore and you want to try different things, then own that decision. But if you're starting to wear yourself thin, then maybe it's time to kind of redistribute uh, your effort and your energy. I guess there's a fourth pillar to Wandering Aimfully. Oh, it is bothering me so much that you're calling these pillars. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we just call it like part four? Pillar number four uh, is this show. Now, I know we're going to do a whole episode on like, what is this podcast? What can people expect? But I do feel like we're putting the time, effort, and energy into this show to be something bigger than just a podcast where we stood in the closet and we kind of riffed on some ideas. Yes. Um, and so I just, maybe we'll touch on it for a moment and then you can listen to the full other episode that's what is this podcast. Uh, but the idea is that we wanted to create the show that we wanted to watch. And slash so, listen to. Yeah, slash listen to, um, which is just people navigating business, not with the intention constantly, like you said, of leveling up and growth and how much money can you make and like how can you use Facebook ads and do all this stuff, but more of the like, I want to live my life the way that I want to live it and I want my business to support that. Yeah. And, and I think it's also navigating a bunch of weird topics as well. Yeah. And so this show is going to be our journey through food and maybe we'll even get into things like religion um, and activism, but then also business stuff. I think there's yeah. a lot of things we want to touch on. Yeah. It's just, again, I think every episode is an opportunity for you to see that wandering aimfully ethos applied to a topic um, because it is something that we, that permeates our entire lives. And this idea that we've tried out a bunch of different things and we've arrived at what feels right for us now in 
this moment. It could be different down the road. Um, so you're going to see us talk about a lot of the ways that we approach those things. So how do we apply that mindset to food? How do we apply it to religion? All of the topics that Jason just mentioned. So. All right. Well, that is the, the four pillar wandering aimfully uh, diorama. Four part parts. Four, Definitely not four, pillars. Four it's party pillars. Pillarless path. Party pillars. By Pat. All right. At the end of every episode of this show, we have a segment called... We Google that for you. Nope. It's called Wook to Fee. Stop trying to make Wook to Fee happen. Wook to Fee. On this episode's Wook to Fee, Caroline is presenting me with something that she looked up, that she Googled essentially for me and for you, the viewer of the show. Um, and I, the way that this works is because she's the one Googling something for me, she will tell me what that thing is. And then I will do my best to give the backstory that I think on this thing. And she will most likely correct me because I will probably be wrong. Okay. This one is super random. But that's how all of these are probably going to and be. And I need to and I need to start this segment with a quick question to you. Oh, okay. When you look into the sun after a long time of being in the dark, mm. do you sneeze? No, I'm not one of those people. But you know that those people exist. Yes. Okay. I uh, think those are the same people that see the green flash airplane quotes oh, really? when the sun goes down. The airplane quotes. You know those people? They're like, watch the sunset. Uh, have you seen the green flash? No, but I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm a sun sneezer. So, oh, you're a sun sneezer. Yes. Okay. So I did not know I this. thought that that was a thing that everyone did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's my question to you. Okay. We Google that for you is why do some people sneeze when they look into the sun? As a scientist... Uh, someone who has three degrees. Uh, I have my chemical uh, bio biology. Biography. My chemical biography degree. <laughs> I have my PhD in applied my quantum. PhD. My, P my PhD. <laughs> You're on a roll. You're doing great, babe. <laughs> in quantum applied sciences. And then I have my master's in mastering science. So I'm pretty accredited. You're very, very accredited scientist. Impressive. Must now, have taken lots of years. As I uh, have researched, yes, and there's a lot of theories out there about this, but the one sure. that rises to the top because we all know in science and in physics, it's just really about the cream rises to the top. Wow. We googled that for you. <laughs> um, so when you look at the sun, what yeah. happens is it activates certain receptors in your sinus cavity. Yeah. And those receptors are to soak in the vitamin D. Now, what most people don't know is that your sinuses are where most vitamin D is consumed. It's not actually through your skin, which is the largest organ on your body, right, as I learned in my, my pinch, pinch D uh, my pinch, studies. My pinch D. So when you look up, you, you've soaked in, and when you've soaked in too much, it has to shoot some of that vitamin D out. And the so only way is vitamin D. It's pure it's vitamin leaving D. Leaving the body. It is 100% purified vitamin D. Now, if you're lucky, one option a lot of people won't do this because they're afraid, is that you can open your mouth and catch the sneeze, the, vitamin D, the pure vitamin D sneeze. So you're, highly rec recommended. So you're recommending highly, that other people go highly around recommended. catching other people's sneezes with their mouth open. Only if they're looking at the sun. I now, a normal legally, sneeze is germs. I think legally we have to say, please don't do that because someone could get sick and then be like, I heard it on a podcast. Oh. And they'd be like, that guy doesn't have three degrees. Wow. He lied to me. Three degrees black belt. Kevin Bacon. Karate. Okay, so interesting fact about you. There's an alternate theory. That you found an alternate theory. <laughs> now is it on Wikipedia? <laughs> the fun thing about what you just said is that that could be it because <laughs> scientists don't know. Oh, they don't know now. But I will tell you some fun facts that I googled for you about this. Thank you. I did not know this, but only an estimated ten to thirty-five percent of the population has. This, which is called, they've named it, the photic sneeze reflex. Okay. And it is 
basically defined in, in your it's genetics. The P, it's the PSR. We've PSR. referred to this. We've yeah. referred to but this. But I have and, a better acronym for you. Okay. Because some researchers have since applied the appropriate acronym, ACHOO, A-C-H-O-O, Autosomal Dominant Compelling Helio-Ophthalmolic Outburst Syndrome. Wow. And way to go to that person being like, I'm going to make this oh, yeah, acronym work. They're going to make it happen. They're going to so make it happen. that's ACHOO. 10 to 35% of the population, photo, no, photic sneeze reflex. It's a genetic quirk that is still unexplained by science, even though it has intrigued some of history's greatest minds. Wow. I have it. You don't. No, I don't. I'm not Will pretty. our children sneeze when looking at the sun? By the time they're born, uh, maybe there's just a whole new way to consume vitamin D and it's not through your sinuses. <laughs> what if your, your totally <laughs> false explanation, like what if some scientists out there, because you know, listening. big in the science big community, science, wondering if like yeah. big in the science community and they're like, oh, we hadn't thought of that. That's it. I'm going to go try and catch someone's <laughs> vitamin D. Uh, so anyway, that's we Googled that for you, and we hope that you enjoyed learning something today about life, but then also you learned a little bit about what, what Wandering Aimfully is. And if you listen this far, then I think you're in on this. I mean, hopefully Wandering Aimfully can be your go-to podcast for nonsensical cocktail party chit-chat, basically. Or chit-chat. Chit-chat. <laughs> chit-chat. Uh, we'll leave you with this. Uh, if you want to support this show, we are probably not going to have sponsors for this show. We don't know. But for now, we do not. And one way you can support it is by leaving a review uh, in whatever podcasting app you use. If you can do it on iTunes, that's usually the best for us. Um, if you're on YouTube, you could just subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review, one through five stars. <laughs> and a fun thing that we do, we talk about this in the, the podcast episode. I keep looking inside my notes here, uh, is that we will send you a postcard if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on iTunes. Uh, you just have to leave your review. Hopefully, it's a positive one. Uh, and then send us a screenshot to hello at wanderingaimfully.com that you left your review with your mailing address, and we will write you a, po a postcard review of your review. Of your review. That's right. It sounds ridiculous, but 100% I'm going to do it. So if you want a, po a postcard from us reviewing your review... Leave a review on iTunes. Sounds silly. We're all about the silly around here. That's right. Thanks for supporting this show. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you or be in your earballs on the next one. Good afternoon, good evening, good night.